Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Rangers Rabble. I've not done one of these midweek podcasts uh, for a while, so um, I might get Elaine, Alan, or Brian to jump on and start hosting at some point. Um, maybe your dog Elaine could jump on and start hosting. No, she's going to be very well behaved tonight. Oh, oh must resist obvious joke. Oh. No, what? No comment. <laughs> Honestly, I work with a shady bunch of people. Um, yes, hello and welcome along to the Rangers Rabble. Um, hello to everybody in the comments, hello to everybody watching. Um, hello, Elaine, how are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. Good, good. Alan, how are you with your brand new posh-looking headset? Fantastic. It's actually an old one, but I, I, it's been lying in a cupboard somewhere. I couldn't find it and it's magically appeared. So. Nah, you went, out <laughs> and bought one. you went out and bought one to make yourself look fancy. Brian, how are you? Very well, thank you. Very is well. Does your, your Rangers top fit you all right? Yes, it does actually, yeah. One of the few that does, yeah. Well, there you go. At least one of us has got a top that fits us. So, yeah. Um, I'm talking me. <laughs> no, I was going to say, thanks very much. I know, I know. That's it. That's it. Um, I'm having a, a shocker. I say, I've not done one of these midweek pods for ages. So I, I don't know the etiquette anymore. I normally just save myself for the reactions. Uh, loads to talk about. I, I'm pretty sure at some point we'll mention Seville. Um, hands up if you're going. <laughs> it's a bit late now, Brian. You try and get yourself no, late. I'll still get there if I can. You going to you going, you going to go on a lawnmower? If that's possible, anything's possible, isn't it? <laughs> um, do you know what? I, there's not really much point in looking back over Sunday. Um, it was a pretty meaningless game, Elaine, um, and which is unusual to say. When it comes to Rangers, I suppose it wasn't meaningless, um, but the league was over. But and we rotated quite a bit. Were you expecting it to be as easy as that? Um, to be honest, um, yeah. Do you know? I thought it, sh- it should have been a formality. It was a formality, even though there were a lot of changes. 
there was still a lot of uh, talent in the squad. Um, I found Sunday quite interesting because really we should have been pretty down in the dumps. The atmosphere mm. should have been... Um, yeah, the atmosphere should have been pretty terrible. <laughs> um, and actually, and actually um, the place was rocking, the place was bouncing. There was such a good feel-good atmosphere going in, which is so strange for, as you say, what was a meaningless game. Um, but everyone's just on such a high. So it was, although, although, as you say, it was kind of, it, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean a lot, you still can learn from that game. Um, I know some of the boys have such a soft spot for Lowry, um, came on, thought yeah, I thought he did absolutely brilliant. Um, good to get that for Ramsey to get the minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Good, good for some of the, you know, some of the key players to get properly rested as well. Um, and not come on. And also, I know this is you know so daft, but it was nice that Tav got taken off and got a proper standing evasion because he doesn't get that often. Uh, and I just thought that was quite a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, I, I was taken aback by this comment. Um, good evening. Good evening, CGM. The hair is looking <laughs> magnificent. Um, I think my hair's looking honking myself. There you go. But I'll, That's I'll the first take, compliment ever, is it? I'll take any yeah. compliment I can get because all I'm seeing is, yes, Elaine's on. Ooh, oh, Jim Sloan. Happy days, the main man, Martin. I'm getting a bit of love, <laughs> which is unusual. It's normally Elaine that gets it all and I get nothing. Um, what's this, Grizzly? What's this? What's this? Evening all perfect company to wash up with. I don't even know what that means. Um <laughs> I'm not sure you want to. Wash, wash no. what? Oh, maybe just washing, washing dishes. Does that person <clears throat> know that I've literally just had a shower? That's quite strange. Um, I, I don't look like Lowry. Lowry looks like me. You know what I mean? I'm, what? Much, older, I'm much older than him. You know what I mean? If anybody looks like anybody, he looks like me. That's a bit Are harsh on Lowry, that? isn't it? What? It's a bit harsh on Lowry? <laughs> I'll have you know that I'm a very average looking man. Um, Brian, Elaine mentioned Ramsey there. Um, which I suppose it was really good to see him on. It was good to see him get 70 minutes. And I mentioned this on the reaction, and I don't know if any of you thought this or I'm talking absolute nonsense. When I've watched Ramsey before, it's almost looked as if his legs were too heavy, that he couldn't really move, he was struggling. He looks different. I, I don't know if you can say it's the opposition. I don't know if you want to say this, want to say that, and I don't want to jinx it. But there was something different about him on Sunday. Is that fair? I- Aye, because the the goal that led to obviously the 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 move that led to the penalty, he he actually got the, whoever it was to get out of the way, and mm-hmm. he just stormed in and just took command of the ball. Um, he was he was almost like he was possessed. It was as you say, it was something very unusual that we've not seen certainly a Rangers since he's been there. But um, it was as you say, it was great for him to get seventy minutes, um, and more minutes the better. And leading up to the eighteenth, a couple of games left, so. How important could he be, Alan, I suppose, if he gets a, the, the next run of games under his belt? And another 70 minutes tomorrow would be great. And then another 70 minutes against Hearts. Could he be the difference in the final? We all know how talented a player he is. Um, we knew that before he came to us. Um, and, and yeah, if, if he can get that little bit of fitness back, and there, there's no doubt in that if, if Ramsey's fit, if, Ramsey, if, if he's got any kind of fitness at all, um, he needs to be involved in the match day squad, even if he's on the bench, and you know because we know he can come on and change the game in a minute, um, because that's how good a player he is. So yeah, he's, if there's any kind of fitness there at all, he's involved in the match day squad for me. Is there anybody, Elaine, in the next few games do you think that could play themselves into Geo's thinking for the final, or do you think if Roof's fit, 
if he's not fit, do you think Gio knows his team? Yeah, I, I think he probably does because I would have thought that after his goal at Parkhead, uh, I would have thought Sakala would have come in for Thursday night um, or in the starting 11. Uh, obviously, he's stuck with the team that went to Leipzig. Um, I, I think he's probably got a good idea. Ramsey, potentially, depending on minutes, depending on fitness, could come in. Who do you lose for Ramsey? Um, would it be Kamara? Would it be, uh, do you know, um, who drops out? I think I think he's probably got a pretty good idea. Roof's the only one that I would think if if he makes it, he's in. Um, otherwise, I could see him sticking probably with the same team. Um, and you know, I suppose why why could you blame him? I would love to think um, that we've got players as well that can come on and change it. If we are, that's what that's where Gio's been doing so well with his tactics is that if it's not going well, you know, we actually do have a plan B. It's not just do plan A better. We actually have a plan B, a plan C, uh, that he changes it. Um, and that's the thing about having the different players available to us, is that I think we do have real game changers. And that's maybe where Ramsey's more likely to come in, depending mm -hmm. on, you know, what what a sub to bring on at 60 minutes. If you're, you know, if, if we're in it, if we're going for it, even if we're, you know, what what a player to bring on potentially mm -hmm. to take us forward. Molly yeah, agrees. you were... <laughs> Molly agrees. Brian, you were nodding like Molly there. Yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be involved at some at, at any point of the final, you know. So it's it'll be great if he starts. But as Lane says, it'll be even uh, what a, what a sub to, to 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 come on, you know, if he needs to change the game or or see it out or whatever the situation is. Um, he's just he's that good. He's he's miles ahead of anybody in our squad. <clears throat> and it's just it's just a great option, you know. He, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to start him, but if need be, he can start him. It's just it's just it's just nice to have him back fit and at least have a choice of having him rather than the last few games that we haven't. Yeah, Cuddleman just asking: Is Elaine's audio crackling or is her voice trying to break? No, her audio's crackling, but I'm too feet to is tell it? her in case oh, she in case she shouts at me. Um, Do you know I but... I bought a laptop for this. To do that to, <laughs> because you're always on about and uh, my laptop didn't work tonight. I don't have the right stuff downloaded, so it might be good. Next phones. season, it might be good. There Sorry. you go. I'm assuming Martin, Martin's paid towards the laptop. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I paid in uh, hundreds and hundreds of self esteem. Um, <laughs> that's that was the only only putting again. Uh, back to the football CGM. Best we've played minus Morelos was Braga, obviously not spelled correctly, um, at home. With Ruth and Ramsey playing, um, they should start a fit. No room for sentiment next week. Ruth, Alan, um, and I, no, I didn't say Ruth, I said Ruth. Um, was that a worry that he wasn't even in the squad on Sunday? Um, or, is it, yeah. or is there still time for him to get a couple of games under his belt? Yes, it was a worry, but yes, there's still time. Um, I, I probably wouldn't even be too upset if Ruth never played against Ross County or Hearts. Um, if we can get him fit on the training ground, um, he, you know, we talk about match sharpness a lot when we're talking about getting players fit, but see any player that, that needs any additional boost going into a Europa League final? The, the, which is the, the uh, mentality seriously needs questioned. And I don't think Ruth's going to have that problem. <clears> um, but again, if there's any kind of fitness, and I'd agree with what CGM said, I think the best we've played... Uh, minus Morelos was 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 it would have been against Braga, um, with Ruth and Ramsey. So, 
for me, Roof gets right up until the last minute to prove that he's he's fit. He's going to be our only centre forward, only recognised centre forward as well. So we need to give him that chance because mm-hmm. we, a centre forward might come in handy every now and again when you're playing football. Um, <laughs> although, although we've it's, done, re- we've done relatively well without them, yeah, we've done relatively well without them. But you know, I'd imagine it'll come in handy at some point. So for me, if Roof doesn't play against Ross County and Hearts, and then comes in and plays in the two cup finals that we've got to play, um, I'd be quite happy with that. Assuming, of course, we win both the cup finals. <clears throat> I'm a wee bit raging that we didn't try and get Haaland. I mean, it was, was it 60 million release clause? You know, that would have been... Again, you could have chipped in for that. I could have chipped in for that. <laughs> I, with the 16 pence I've got in my bank. Uh, if Roof doesn't get uh, some minutes in the next two league games, can't see him starting in the final from channel member Darren Stewart. Um, Elaine, is it, would it be too much to ask to not start him if he's fit for the final, if he hasn't played the, la- the, the, the end of season games? Do we, if we have him there available, do we have to use him? <laughs> Possibly. The only thing the only thing I was going to say with that is, if he is fit, um, is he matched? How many, how many games will he have missed if he doesn't feature tomorrow or at the weekend? Um, that's a good number. He might be fit without being match fit if if you know what mm-hmm. I mean in terms of um and I, I just think if if they make the call that he's fit then great do it but we shouldn't rush him because the last thing we need is for him to you know do his calf or whatever the injury actually is um and to go off five minutes in or you know and to, to kind of totally have to change change mm-hmm. formation change tactics etc um based on that I, I would worry if he doesn't get any minutes that it would be a bad call to certainly start him. Might not might not be the worst thing to gamble. Again, as we say, kinda of sixty minutes depending on where we are. Um you just you're all in at that point. But um if he's not got any minutes, I do think that's a bit of a gamble to just start him. Well, yeah, Brian's saying um for me if starts even if it's even if he's a sixty minute fit. Um Although James is saying, Brian, uh, Ruth usually takes a game or two after injury yeah. to get up to speed. That's the worry. Yeah, it's been notorious when he's had an injury that, you know, he, he's always been like a sub and came on 20 minutes here, 15 minutes there. But he's, you know, he's <clears throat> to, be, to be fair to him, though, he's not really had a run of games purely because of who's in front of him. So it's only since Morelos's injury that he's actually been able to get a, a decent run of games. But even then, he's broke down a couple of times. So it is a worry. <clears throat> But I think, as Brian says, even if he's 60 minutes fit for the final, you know, just, you know, I would start him because, as, as Alan says, him and Ramsey together was really good. So I would be inclined. It's a lot, you know, it, it's, well, this is a Scottish Cup final, but I mean, this is mo- this this one's far more important than the Scottish Cup final. So I'd, I'd chance him for 60 minutes. Really good. We don't actually know if he can get in the country. Do we know? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know how. I mean, I'm booked up to go, right? Um, and I've had my two Jags and my booster because I used to work in social care, so I had to get all the, all that stuff done. Um, I don't know if the laws are still as strict. Um, are we past COVID now, Alan? What's, what's, what's the deal? The current guidance, I had a look at it today. The current guidance is, uh, if I read it right, <clears throat> need to have your your two COVID um, 
vaccinations. And if your second one was so long ago, you need to have the booster as well. Um, it's an interesting point about Ruth. Um, but we uh, we faced a similar sort of question over Sakala in Germany, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know how it works with elite sport and bubbles. Um, I don't know if, there, if there's um, dispensation made for for that as as it was in, in the UK at one point. Um, there was different rules for elite sport and bubbles. So I, I honestly don't know is the answer. Um, I would hope because the same question remains over Sakala as well. If he's not vaccinated, can he get in the country? So. Hopefully they both can get in the country because they both have something to offer at some point. It's a bit of a disaster if neither of them can. Yeah. Well, do, do, we, do we both do we know that they're, they're both not vaccinated? Has this been official? No. Is, do, do we know? No, no. It's, it's, all, it's all just gossip and rumours. And obviously my memory is mean, blank. You started most of them, so you should know. But, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I started the Highland to Rangers and ended up going to Man City. Um, <laughs> My mind's went blank. Has Ruth played any away European games? That's a good question. He, Four he people, did, he didn't, Rangers, he didn't, he didn't go on. to Dortmund. No, because no, I, well, I, I was there. Um, no, he, he wasn't in Dortmund. Was he in? Was he in Belgrade? Was Sakala in Belgrade? Uh, moving on. <coughs> was he in Braga? Was Sakala in Braga? Different countries, different rules. So even if was you make one, were they two in any mean, of those countries? Does anybody know the answer? Sakala's played in Europe away this season. He's, he's, they certainly played in. Uh, Can anybody in the comments tell me if they two have played in any of the European games? Sakala played in Copenhagen. Copenhagen doesn't count. I don't think they take anything seriously in Copenhagen. Roof was a sub in Belgrade. Well, there you go. There you go. It was yeah, sub it with Braga. Anybody? Martin, this is getting embarrassing. Move on. I know. I'm, I honestly don't know. Sakala was definitely. It was. A, it was. It was a sub in Braga. There we go. So there it we go. Sub, yeah. yeah. The laptop okay. did come in handy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of another wee points to take away from from Sunday. Um, Elaine, Leon King, Alec Lowry. We even saw yeah. Adam Devine and Charlie McCann. And um, very quickly on Leon King, uh, listen, he was up against Tony Watt, who fancied spending more time on the deck than what he did on his feet, but he struggled. Was in my head in. Yeah, you know, he did. He did struggle. Um, I think the only shot on target was Golton um, in his moment of absolute, um, yeah, oh, I had a total moment of panic there. But um, that was the most that John McLaughlin had to work all day. Um, I think, to be fair, they didn't look out of place, especially Leon King from the start. Didn't look out of place at all. Shut up. Come here. <laughs> Every time I talk, um, yeah, he didn't look out of place at all. And I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but I just thought Lowry, when he came on, absolutely strolled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special, special player. I'm, absolutely I'm gonna special have to, player. I'm going to have to get treats for her. This is what you don't do, rewarding bad. Yeah. You also don't do it live on a podcast as well. Yeah, you do. <laughs> that's, that's um, yeah. Ad, Ad, Adam Devine, Brian, just very quickly. I felt <laughs> I felt a bit sorry for him um, because he came on. I, I think he was trying, but nothing was coming off for him. And that must be so much pressure because, look, Lowry's been around 
Lowry's come on at a few games. Charlie McCann's been around the first yeah. team. He's come on at a few games. Leon King's part of the first team squad. <laughs> it was, I think that was Adam's, Adam Devine's first appearance. Yeah. And I've seen him at youth level. He's an absolutely cracking player. Yeah. Just maybe I, the, the moment got to him a wee bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, you can't you can't hold that against him. It's his no. first first game. He was obviously high as a kite, like everybody would be. So, <clears throat> no, I mean, from from all the games I've seen, youth, he's he's a cracking wee player. He's, he's, he's not shy. He's always up forward. there, one of the best on the pitch, Brian. When yeah. I've seen him, yeah, and he's not shy in getting forward. So, and he likes a tackle. So, just he'll he'll grow into it and. Obviously, he's got he's got a slightly decent player ahead of him, so he's got to wait his chance. But I mean, no, I, I, you can't you can't base that on anything on Sunday, no, not no, at no, all. not at all. Because like to, I say, I to be fair, to be fair, you would think that hopefully the same four will feature tomorrow and potentially mm -hmm. again at the weekend. Um, so what a couple of games for them to have in an yeah, end of the yeah. season. Whereas realistically, without the Europa League final. You're probably looking, even if the league's done, you're probably looking at kind of minimal time. Whereas, um, hopefully, yeah, they'll they'll get a decent number and it just sets them up and or puts them in a good place for next year. Uh, CGM, uh, there's quite a few people asking, Alan, and I want to ask you because I know that you sometimes do a bit like myself and Brian have a wee look at the youth teams. What's happened to Zakowski? Does anybody know, Alan? <clears throat> No, um, I'd forgot about him, to be honest. I think he has featured for the B team a couple of times, hasn't he? Um, but he seems to have uh, fell off the radar. Um, he played against Alloa, didn't he? Yeah, Annan. Annan, yeah. Annan, yeah. Um, see, we can remember who played against Annan, but we can't remember who played against <laughs> Red Star Belgrade. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Seville. That's it. No, you know, I, th I think that he's, um, you know, he's a young man, he's... He's moved to a different part of the world. Um, we have to accept that, you know, it might take time to adjust to, to yeah. not just to Scottish football, but to the way of life in Scotland at his young age. So um, I think maybe next season, if he gets a good pre-season under his belt, um, he's going to be the backup right back by the looks of it. Because Devine, for all he's a decent player, he's, he's still got some development to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's good to see, you know, we're talking about these players coming in. For years... We never really had a, a strong connection to the to the Rangers youth setup. There was a first team, and that was it. Um, but this season, we've had the opportunity to go along to Dumbarton or on the road, wherever it is they've been. We've had an opportunity to go and watch the B team. Um, they've been on Rangers TV. We've had a chance to turn on Rangers TV and, and watch them and watch these young boys um, develop, play some good football, get some really good victories um, against senior outfits. So when they're coming into the first team, we feel that connection with them. We, we, I mean, we've always liked bringing through young players, but even more so now, um, we, we've already got that connection with them. We know who they are and we've watched a wee bit of their journey to the start <clears> of the season. So to see players like Devine and King, uh, Lowry and McCann coming into the first team, uh, you know, it's absolutely it's phenomenal for the club. It's phenomenal for them. Um, and hopefully we will, we will see more of them in the next two league games. And, you know, maybe not so much Devine, but King, Lowry, McCann, they could have a they could have a part to play, especially if we pick up a knock here or there. Um, they're the type of players that could have a massive, massive part to play in uh, in their last four games of the season. I'm I just think he's Molly. You're <laughs> <laughs> just jealous see, of Molly having something to eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see, see with the Nathan Patterson sale, the the reality for us is that we need to look at that as well. Not that I'm wishing the young boys away already, but. If there are really promising 
people coming through. That's a business model as well. Yeah. And for a club yeah. like for a club like ours, we we need to be better at producing the talent for ourselves, but then also for moving on. Um, yeah. and, and making making decent money out of it. And um, just one other thing, just about the, the weekend, because um, I totally forgot when you asked me. Um, I was so chuffed that Diallo got his goal. Um, I thought he played. Oh, sorry, I'm jumping the gun. No, but, no. Uh, I was just, I was so chuffed for him. Um, and I could, you could tell just how much he was trying, how much he wanted that. Um, and he's not really kind of. I thought that was his best game for us by a mile. So, yeah. sorry, I thought I thought you were wrapping up in the. Well, no, well, I was going to, I was going to bring it on to McCann and then come on to Lowry, but we'll jump ahead, Elaine. We might as well. We'll jump ahead. Um, Diallo, Brian, actually wanted to bring him up for a specific reason. Um, came in at the beginning, done okay against Ross County, Celtic, mm, whatever happened there, um, and then, then he kind of fell away. Yeah, he looked like a different player on Sunday. And listen. I've heard people say, you've got to remember who he's playing against. Listen, that's the fourth best team in our league mm-hmm. he's playing against. Um, is there any chance that right side, a uh, midfield, that right wing position, is there any chance we might see Diallo? If, if he plays in the next couple of games, he plays well, could he be the, one of the few players that could maybe get into Theo's thinking? For the final. Or am I just, or am I just, am I just totally jumping the gun, yeah. No, no, he won't start the final. With all due respect, even if he has two hat-tricks in a row, I still don't think he'll start in the final. Could um, he at least be involved? He could be. I mean, he'll certainly be on the bench because he's been on he's been on the European benches quite a lot. So I think he's just been unused. But I mean, I wouldn't be. He'll, he'll certainly be on the on the bench for the Europa final. But no, I think no, I can't see him starting for the Europa final. He'll he'll get the next two league games. I would I would imagine. Um. He's got he's got the pace to burn. Um, I just think after the, I think it was the Celtic game as you mentioned that he he took a total confidence, you know his confidence completely went then and yeah we just haven't seen hiding our tail of him since. So but I mean as you say he looked he looked good yesterday. Yeah, good chance to play next couple of league games. I don't know, Alan. It's one of those ones you know when you just get a feeling in the pit of your stomach about a certain player. And I know I say it all the time, and I always had it with Philip Sebo. Right? I always had that feeling. <laughs> but Diallo's on a different level to that, right? Um, I don't know, there's just something in the pit of my stomach that tells me he could make some kind of difference. He's just got something. He's certainly a talented boy, um, but I, I'm the same. I can't see him starting the Europa League final. Will he be in the bench? Yeah. Could he come on? Possibly. Could might come on and make a difference, but I can't see him starting it. Might start the Scottish Cup final. Would um, you rather, Alan, would you rather, if you if you had these two options for the final, this is all you had mm-hmm. for the right, would you rather start Diallo or Scott Wright? <coughs> that was your two options. Because let's face it, Scott Wright started against Leipzig. So see if you're struggling to answer that, why would Diallo not even, even if it's tiny, and the thoughts are due? I, I I would probably go with Scott Wright, but in a very specific role. Um, I thought when we came out in the first half and Scott Wright was playing the right wing role against uh, Leipzig, I thought he was way out his depth. That wasn't necessarily his fault because we weren't great in that opening yeah, yeah. spell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when we changed it up in the second half and he played the false nine and, and Wright and Kent dropped back, I thought he had a decent game. Um, and Scott Wright had been doing well in, in the appearances he'd been making in the league up to that, up to that point as well. So... Um, 
I've probably got a little bit more confidence in Scott Wright than I would in Diallo. But, you know, I wouldn't rule Diallo coming on and making an appearance at some point, but he wouldn't be my first choice for that position. Um, it would be Scott Wright in a very specific role. Diallo is better technically, but Wright can stick to his job a bit better. Is that basically what you're saying? Yeah, and I, listen, I thought Wright done quite well in the second leg as well. Yeah, I'm not having that. I go anyway with <clears throat> Scott Wright. There's just a tiny wee part of me that thinks he might be able to do something. Part, part, of the, part, do well, part of the other reason I feel that about Scott Wright is, I want you to think back to the start of the season. Remember we'd done the prediction show and I said I thought Scott Wright was going to have a big part to play this season for us. He's still <clears> got a chance. <throat> He's still got a chance. He's running out of time. <laughs> He's still yeah. got a chance. Alex Lowry. I'll be the only prediction I got right. <laughs> Alex, Alex yeah. Lowry. Elaine, you've mentioned yep. him. Let's speak about yes. him. Um, yeah. He came on in Sunday. He... Yep. Looked head and shoulders above most people on the park. I will, I will always maintain that I think right now he's ready. For me personally, this is how much I think Galuri. He could start the final of the Europa League for me, <laughs> no problem, absolutely no problem, and he wouldn't look out his depth. Um, yeah. He came on on Sunday, played fantastic. He signed a new contract until twenty twenty five. I think we will not do better business in uh, the summer than that. Yeah, no, I do you know I would agree with you in terms of in terms of what you said there because I thought when he came on, he looked he looked the finished article almost. He he didn't look phased at all. I know he's had a wee bit more first team experience than the other boys that came on, but um, he he didn't look out of place at all in the team. I did see someone tweet saying if Ramsey put in the thirty minutes that Lowry did, we would all be absolutely raving about it. Um, I think we are all raving about Lowry. Um, you know, if you're good enough, you're old enough. And I, I don't think he gets into the team for the final because it's minimal first team games. And also because, I, you know, I, I think in Europe, our squad has worked. Um, and so far, so good. Um, I think putting Lowry in changes it quite, you know, um, quite a bit. Um, and certainly I, would, I wouldn't be gambling at this point. But he is someone, again, you could look to bring on. I think he might get the uh, Scottish Cup final. I think that's more that's more likely. It's more likely that he might come on then. Um, but what an experience for them as well, even to be in the squad for those things. You know, what a learning experience. Yeah. What a, uh, and that's something that they'll take on in their careers as yeah. well. Um, and I'm really glad that the young boys are getting involved in that too, um, because it'll it'll do them wonders. And you know, again, uh, you know, not wishing them away, but. Do we think that Alex Lowry will be here until 2025? Who knows? But um, if he's not, I think I, I honestly could just see him going. Um, I think he could go really far because I do. I really rate him. I think he could break all sorts of Scottish transfer records. I, honestly, I I never get giddy or really, really, really happy about certain players. I mean, I liked Gilmore. I was really happy with Gilmore. I, I was gutted when he left. But there's something, Brian, about. Alex Lowry, that for me, I think he could be genuinely the first world-class footballer Scotland's had for a long, long time. And I know, look, that might be pie in the sky. He's only a young boy. He's still got loads of work to do. I just think that, that the sky's a limit for him. I, John McGinn, uh, Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney, you name it, he could pass surpass them by miles. Could do, yes. Willie, 
<coughs> share my excitement, Brian. Um, he's 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 certainly he's certainly at, at his age. He looks as though he's got something about him that a lot of other kids don't. Um, he's not shy on the ball. He likes a tackle again. You know, he's score, he's a he's obviously got an eye for goal because he can score from from range as well. Um, and he seems a level-headed kid. So, absolutely. Brian, if he was Spanish, he'd already be in Barcelona's first team and he'd be yep. off about 50 million. And, well, I, Roger, and I'm not bullshitting. He'd be well, off about 50 million right now. Well, Gab, Gab, I think it's Gabby or Gabri that's the young kid that plays for Barcelona. He's only 17 and he's playing all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's no... Just because he's 18 doesn't mean he's shouldn't be in the first team. Absolutely, mm-hmm. he should be. But... If he came through that academy at Barcelona, he'd be already be in the first team and he'd be worth millions. He'd be worth absolute millions. I just think, Alan, that to get him signed, like I say to Elaine, to get him signed, to get that security. And it also means that, and I firmly believe, he will be, if not a first-team regular, he will be at least a squad rotation next season. He will definitely play. I think we'll see a lot of him next season um, and I hope we're right about that because we we said the same about Stephen Kelly this time last year. Yeah. Um, and, right. and, and he's and you can see right away he's miles, miles better than what Stephen I was Kelly. Got, I was going to say, that feels a lot different, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, I think we'll definitely see a lot more of him um, in the squad. Um, hopefully that means the signing the contract means he is going to commit at least another couple of years to Rangers and we're not just tying him down to a contract to to look after ourselves financially. Um, but you, you mentioned, Martin, that um, you think he's so good he could start the final and play a big part in the final and, and be a big impact on it. So if Lowry's going to start, who would your midfield three be? Lindstrom, Lowry and Jack. I wouldn't start him. I, I wouldn't start him. I'm just saying that if Gio threw that curveball um, and started him, it would not worry me in the slightest. I would be supremely confident with Lowry in the middle of the park. I wouldn't start him, but if, like I say, if Gio did, it wouldn't bother me one bit. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you fire away. You disagree? I'm not saying I disagree. With you. I think he's. I think he's a great player, but um, I just I don't know who you would. Uh, who you would, if we've got certain people available, who you well, would you know, we're, we're, we're going to preview the final, obviously, and that'll be a show on its own. Um, but right now, Alan, then who's your midfield free for the final? Right Probably now. Lundstrom, Jack, and if he wins his fitness race at Evo. So, if Ruth's not fit, who are you playing as? Who are you playing up front? Sakala. You're playing Sakala through the middle. No, I, I don't know. I would, I would maybe, maybe at that point you could look at bringing Kamara in the middle and Aribo plays in the false nine role again. Right. I'm, so, I'm hopeful Roof's going to be fit. So you don't think there's any possibility that if we put Lowry in there for say Kamara, you don't think that's you don't, you, you wouldn't you'd be unhappy with that? Is what I'm trying to get. I at. wouldn't be un, I wouldn't be unhappy with. It. I think Lowry's a great player. I just don't think it's likely. No, it's not likely at all. It's not likely yeah. in the slightest. It was, yeah. and, I was just and, making the point and, that if and, it happened, I think the I majority. I, I think the majority of supporters would be less anxious with a more experienced man in there, whether that be Kamara or even Davis. I don't know. I think. I think if you were to take a poll of supporters on the day of the final. Um, I think le- people would be less anxious knowing that Lowry's there, he's on the bench, he can come on, he can, he can make a difference. 100%, yeah. But we need, we need to start with level heads and we need to start with people who know, know that can deliver. 
hundred percent. But he would if he if he started that, he would not be nervous. He would not be worried. He'd be full of confidence, and he would go on and he would show everybody just how good a player he is. But Elaine, we have to stay grounded with Lowry because he's a young boy, so we don't want to be you know overshooting the mark at all, do we? <laughs> do you know? I think I think what we need to be really careful of is as a fan base. We are great at talking people up and we're not the most forgiving. And you look at John Lindstrom and how he's turned it around. Um, mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying we're going to do that to, to Lowry, but, you know, we're great at saying, give the youth a chance, give the youth a chance. Youth comes in, all of a sudden, not a great game. And all of, you know, right, ship him out. He, you know, he's not going to cut it. We need to, I, I just think sometimes we're not the most forgiving. Um, we need to be, we need to be patient with him as well. You know, as much as we're saying he's fine, as much as he's saying he's, you know, it's fine and he, he could hack it, mentally you put him into a Europa League final, that's that's mm. massive. That's a huge... Yeah, um, you know, that's huge for That's huge for anyone. There, there's, there's players If he was that, playing for I mean, Barcelona, he, Elaine, if he was playing for Barcelona, he'd have beat Frankfurt. <laughs> well, they didn't and he wasn't. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but... But... Did Barcelona play their way, guys? And they I have no idea. Effort, so we don't. We don't even well, know maybe. if Sakala or Ruff have played. How do we know who's played for Barcelona? So, but either way, do you know? I think I think we need to be patient. Um, absolutely, yeah. is a talent. Absolutely. Um, you know, hope that he features in the next couple of league games. Anyway, hope he is a big feature next season. Um, but let's let's give the boy a chance as well and not get on his back if he does have one or two tough games because it you know at, at that age it'll take time even season pros come in and you know it takes a wee while for them to find their feet i know i know i don't, I don't really hold up hold out much hope for Lowry to be honest with you i don't think he's that good um <laughs> cgm no room for sentiment next week start andy first <laughs> if he is the best option to win oh andy first basically is getting a free ticket that's yeah. basically what Andy Firth will be in the stands. He's the yeah. luckiest, luckiest man in football. Yeah, uh, definitely. The the other thing, the, the the other thing, the other contract, Brian, that's been extended is Scott Arfield. Now I'm not <clears> seeing the same joy. Is that fair? I'm yeah. seeing debate. I'm seeing debate between certain people. <clears> Some people don't think he should have got a new contract. Other people are happy he's getting a new contract. Where do you stand on it? I think he's a good guy to have the, around the dressing room for the young guys. I think Lowry will learn a lot of him because I think they're fairly similar in regards playing styles. Um, I just I just think he's a good old head to have in the, the dressing room just to keep everybody, you know, keep the young guys, you know, take them under his wing a little bit. You know, he's an international player. Um, I think... I know a lot of people won't be happy because he's was he thirty three? I think he is. Is he? So, but I mean, I just think he's like I think it's a good old head to have in the in the dressing room, personally. Alan, yeah, I would agree with that. I think I don't think he's going to be um, first name on the team sheet next season. He wasn't first name on the team sheet this season, um, but yeah, he's he's a good experienced player to have around. Um, I think we might lose some experience. We've already spoke about how. Um, McGregor possibly going to retire, Davis possibly going to retire, although nothing's confirmed yet. Um, so to have somebody like Arfield taking up that mantle and playing that role. Um, and he's a decent player as well. He'll, he'll still do a job for us in certain situations. Um, 
So I'm, I'm quite happy that he's going to be around and we're going to have just that what, a dressing room leader, I think, um, and yeah, a, a good role model as well. So I'm more than happy with the contract extension. I mean, the, let, let, is... let's remember, between him and Davis, they changed the old firm semi. Mm -hmm. And they came on. And this is a bit of a strange one, but um, is Arfield, uh, was he a Rangers fan, kind of grown up? Uh, I think he's family. Know? I'm pretty sure he's all oh, his family were, so he must have been, but he grew up in Falkirk, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Arfield, that's where he's uh, from, Falkirk. He played for Falkirk. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's family. His family's for the Livingston area. The, the only oh, yeah. reason I say that is because obviously it doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, put it on the shirt, it doesn't actually really matter. But I do think it helps having people that know the club, that know, that have grown up with it, that kind of, um, it's good for players that are coming in to have people like that who just know the sort of traditions of the club and, and have grown up with it. Um, so certainly I don't think it's a bad thing. Well, although he's Canadian, yeah, but he's not really, is he? Well, he's this captain. At least he's not Finnish. <laughs> We're not going can to do that. He actually I... did. Re he actually did represent Scotland at an unders level, and then yeah, um, he's he's got family that are that are, he's obviously he's well known in the area that I'm from. So he's got family that is Canadian. So see James Wright, but um, no, he was definitely born in, in Scotland. Is Arfield? But well, I don't know where I stand on Arfield getting a new contract. Right? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's good enough. I don't think Arfield's good enough. That's just my own personal opinion, right? And I know people will be shocked. Oh my God, Martin's got an opinion. Um, <laughs> just quality-wise, I don't think Arfield's good enough. I think he was. I think he's slowed down. I think next season will probably be even slower. So, Brian, with that said, right, it's all good having the experience. It's great that he's a Rangers man. That's brilliant. That's lovely. Andy Halliday was a Rangers man. And we eventually got rid of Andy Halliday because he wasn't good enough. If we are going to be participating in the Champions League next season, for example, should we not be on the lookout for people who are maybe of better quality to add to the squad rather than having people hanging about? Not hanging about, that's not fair because he's a good player, but having people that maybe aren't quite good enough just because they've got experience. We maybe already are looking and maybe he's part of it. You just, you know... Giovanni obviously likes him because he, he he's stuck by him in a few games and he's asked him to come on in a few important games and help see out games. So Giovanni trusts him quite well. So <clears throat> I've doubted Giovanni before and I was wrong, so I'm not doubting him anymore. I, well, I think uh, that's Ian quite Ross, a balance to get. Just very quickly, yeah. and can't compare Arfield and Halliday. I'm not comparing yeah. them to Arfield, a much better player. What I'm saying is going into next season, should we be looking to improve the team? And if we are looking to improve the team, that then means getting rid of certain players. And if you're getting rid of players, I don't know, for example, Kamara, right? That's always the one that's <clears> at the top of everybody's thinking when they go, because they're going to go for good money. I'm just thinking, if you're going to be participating in the Champions League, which we might, we might not, we're not guaranteed to win a final, for God's sake. But if we do, I just don't think, I, people like Arfield aren't the quality required at the club. That's just my own personal view. I think the, th the thing is that, that it's a balance because, of course, yeah, if, if we get the Champions League money, absolutely brilliant. Let's go strengthen. Um, is Arfield going to be a massive player next year? Possibly not. But if we get to th this stage, I mean, we've got to a semi-final 
uh, of one competition, the final of two others. Um, obviously, the league hasn't quite come down to the end of it, but um, we, we play a lot of games. Now, we, we will play less games next year because we don't have as many qualifiers. But it's about squad players as well. Not every squad player is going to be at that level. Um, and I, I'm not saying you keep Arfield because he's a Rangers fan um, or, you know, anything like that, because we have to be savvy. And it's not about having kind of sentiment as well. But there are sometimes certain factors that all come together that you group and you think that he is experienced. He, might, he knows the bit about the club, you know, X, Y and Z, right? He's a good squad player to have especially if you've got the likes of Lowry and that coming through. And a wee bit like, I mean, keeping Jermaine Defoe on, this, I, know, I know Gio got rid of him pretty quickly, but um, Jermaine Defoe was never going to be a, a huge player for us this season. But there was a reason why he was kind of kept around, because there's certain attributes that you can add kind of just as, as well as, as playing. Does that make sense? Yeah, but Alan, I'm, I'm looking at it from a wage bill point of view. Right, I don't know what I feel. He might have took a wage cut. I would be getting. He could. Like, he could have. I, I don't know what he's on. Right, and I'm not even going to try and guess. Them, right, and you know who I'm talking about when I say them. They're going out and buying players or whatever. Their wage bill is mental. The amount of players they've got. I just I want us to have the right size of squad with the right amount of players in it, so we're spending the right amount on transfers and wages. Maybe I'm talking rubbish. I just, I just don't think we are the player for us. And that's—I don't even know how I started on this rant. At the, at the start of this season, cash and mind back to the start of this season, we were sharing graphics, we had images on our group chats and on Twitter and on Facebook about look at our squad depth. It's fantastic. We've at least two players for every position. And see when it boiled down to it, it turned out that our squad depth wasn't that great. Um, we've struggled yeah. a wee bit. We've struggled a wee bit with injuries. We like Sahaji and Morelos. We slept walking to being a one-man team at one point in the season when we were lost. So next year, next season, we, we've got to learn for that. And next season, if we are going to compete on three fronts domestically, as Rangers should every season without fail, and if we are going to achieve something in Europe, I'm not saying we're going to, you know, win back-to-back European trophies or we're going to go on magical runs to the Champions League final. But if we're going to have a decent showing in the Champions League and we're going to be competitive, maybe try and get out of the group, um, we're going to, we are going to need a decent squad and we're going to need players like Arfield who can play against your Diddy teams on your Sunday afternoons like Aberdeen so that their £20 million new signing can play against... Real Madrid on the Wednesday night. Maybe I'm just, overthinking that. Just, ju- overthinking just, just to have that squad rotation, keep people fresh, keep people coming in. And Arfield's, Arfield fits that bill for me. That's where I see Arfield coming in. And listen, Arfield's done well in, in the European games this season and, and, and previous seasons he as well that he's yeah. came in. So he, he's uh, he's proven that he, can, that he can hack it at that level, but he's getting on a little bit now. But maybe that's going to be his role. Maybe, he's going, to, maybe he's going to be that player that plays... At the weekend to give somebody else a day off that's that's ran their guts out for 90 minutes at the Bernabeu. Well, GB's right. I don't think I feel getting a one-year contract extension warrants this much, Jack, to be honest. That's my fault. That's my fault. My apologies. That, that ran on a little longer than I expected. Um, Brian, so who's next? Who do we want to see next getting a, a contract extension? Is it obvious? That's pretty obvious, isn't it? <laughs> the one that's been lump, lump, rumbling on for months and months, but 
I don't know. I mean, the, the the obvious ones you want to get tied up now are Kent and Morelos because they're close to getting running. I think they've got a year to go, haven't they? In June, July. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> as I say, the obvious one is the the Goldson one. But I mean, we've spoke about that since pff, a long, t- you know, before the season started. We spoke about this, and it's still. I was talking about Cedric Atten. <laughs> 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 But no, I mean, there's there's been the odd time where you've seen him in the highlights of the like the semi final in Ibrox. He's looking around and you know the the semi win at Hamden. He's looking around at the fans and he's you, you almost think he's thinking, God, am I going to leave this? You know. But at the end of the day, I think it's I think what's motivating him is his family. It's not anything money wise. I, I I purely believe it's his family's wanting to go back south. So I'm afraid there's nothing you can do when it's family family comes into it. Does anybody get anything to add on Goldson or should we move on? I think we should move on in case GB gives, gives us a row again. <laughs> yes, we probably should. We probably should. There we'll, is a few we'll do players. A pod when he does sign. When he does sign, yes, we'll do a breaking news pod. Um, there is a few players, Elaine, whose contracts are running down, getting low. Um, is there anybody you'd like to see if we take away Connor Goldson? Because I just don't think that's going to happen now. Um, a lot of people send in the comments Goldson will go to Villa. That wouldn't surprise me if we went to Aston Villa. And fair play to him if he does. Yeah. Um, Kent, Kamara, what are we thinking? Kamara's already signed. Kamara's already signed. Elaine, what are you talking about? That doesn't mean why he's not going to go in the summer. No, <laughs> no I, but again, again that, that would be good business if he does. I know that you know tying down players is something that um, it's just part of it. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to stay for the duration, no. but um, I would I would love Morelis to stay. Um I'd, I'd obviously love him to sign an extra, you know, or however many extra years, so that if he was to go, we'd get decent money for him. Um, but by the same token, I'd, I'd love him to stay. Quite a few people have been saying, you know, they think we've maybe seen the last of him in a, in a Ranger strip that this summer might be might be him off. Um, and he's the one for me. You just see, we're a, just we're a different beast with him in the team. Um, yeah. How we, you know, yeah. Um, I think we've missed him so much, and it would it would be it would be great to have him back next year. Especially, you know, if if we do get the Champions League, you know, it's a big if, but that's the sort of thing that you know I'd love to I'd love to see him in the Champions League and see how it goes. Um, I'd like Aribo to sign as well. That's that's the other one because again, it's you know it's all about people who we can potentially sell on to. Um, and I'm looking at Aribo, Kent, Kamara, um. Alfie, big money, change you know, change the model of the club and um you kind of start being a wee bit more self sufficient. Yeah, yeah. Tell the players signing the contracts you're not playing in the final. That's a great move, <laughs> isn't it? That's brilliant. That's absolutely and brilliant. then we get um, six and L. Um does does making it to the Champions League next season change anybody's minds, Alan, if they were worried about signing new deals? Possibly. Um, some of the older players, Goldson, for example, um, might change his mind because he's he's never going to really get another chance at the at the Champions League. Some of the younger ones, like Aribo and Morelos, who are on the upward trajectory of their career, um, you know, that might not have a big impact on them. Um, but somebody like Goldson, he might fancy, he might say, you know what, I'll stay for another year. I fancy a crack at the Champions League. Want to see if I can win this league title again. Um, so I, I think it really depends who you are um, and where you are in your um, 
at, at the stage of your career. But as Brian says, it's it's not just about it's not just about money, and it's not just necessarily about football anymore for some of these guys. Um, family might come into it as well. It plays a big part. So um, yeah, I, th- I think it could change some people's minds, but not everybody. CGM's such a downer. I already have the fear of a potential crushing disappointment next week. Ah, oh, such a such a downer. Jedi, we don't have time to talk about this because that's 50 minutes and I've still got the kit to talk about. I've still got Ross County tomorrow to talk about. So if we win next Wednesday, surely these guys' values will go up five million at least. What's happening? Oh. What's happening next Wednesday? I've got no idea. I don't I'll need to check my calendar. I'll need to check my calendar. Sorry, Jedi, we just do not have the time to talk about that. <laughs> Brian, um very not very quickly, but uh the Rangers women's team winning the league, fantastic achievement. Um, Glasgow City have controlled that for however many years. Rangers have made strides. We've done a podcast live from Ibrooks with the Rangers yep. uh, women. We're playing Aberdeen women. Um, what a what a achievement to finally win the league. Yeah, 14 years in a row Glasgow City won it, so it's no mean feat just to go and win it. They came, they came reasonably close last year. They just fell the last few games. Um, but this year, I think the difference was, as I said, in the, the Aberdeen game, they signed Jane Ross, who they took from Man United, who's a Rangers fan, and I think the Dutch lady, the girl in the middle, Middark, she's Mitter. she's made a she's really made a big difference as well. And Lizzie Arnott, I mean, how she didn't win Player of the Year, of it's mm. beyond me. I mean, for her, for only her to be involved in the Player of the Year awards, you know, for a team that's won twenty four games and drew two and not not lost, it's, yeah, it's just baffling but it's unsurprising but um no it's a great achievement for them um seen the highlight i seen the game on sunday um they had a couple of iffy moments where i think, I think glasgow got it and they uh, scored but it was offside but apart from that they were they've been really good this year but the big difference obviously is beating the likes of celtic and glasgow city because that's the three teams that's only going to win the league um and as long as you take care of them and get a positive result against them, they're going to win. So, no, it's it's a great achievement for them and Champions League football next year for them. I've got so many questions that I just don't have time to answer. I, I'm so sorry, guys. CGM's asking, is Glasgow City more a Rangers or a Celtic thing? I don't even I don't think it's got anything to do with it at all. But will they fall away if Rangers and Celtic start moving up? Will they, will they lose supporters? I don't have time. I do not have time, um, Alan, because the B team um, and... Uh, Cup what won the cup against Queen's Park 3 1. Um I can't remember what the cup's called. I had it on my phone. It's gone. I've got so, there's so much information. Glasgow Cup. Glasgow Cup. Glasgow Cup. Glasgow Cup. Glasgow cup. Um <laughs> a three one victory. And also, you know, domestically, um the women's team, the B teams, the young teams, they're winning stuff. Just, yeah. just the first team. Yeah, listen, we've got we got two cup finals to go. No, that's another big achievement for the for the young boys winning the, the Glasgow Cup. Glasgow Cup's obviously um, maybe not as prestigious a competition as it used to be, um, but it's still a fairly prestigious. It's still, still a trophy more, in the bank. It's, it's, it? it's, it's still a, it's a famous trophy in, in our neck of the woods, um, and, and one that was you know really highly thought of um, for a long period of time. Um, and it's nice to see the football authorities treating it with a little bit of respect and dignity again, making it a senior competition. Um, obviously, we were able to play our. our um, essentially our B team but there's other senior teams involved so yeah it's, it's really good um, it's really good that the, the you know the football authorities are treating it with a bit of respect again and massive achievement for the for the boys Huge. yeah 
And hopefully, I know we've done this before, but I'd, uh, <coughs> I'd be quite pleased to see uh, the B team and the women's team making an appearance at Ibrox at halftime tomorrow night with our silverware. That would be amazing. That I, think, be amazing. I think they deserve the recognition. Nicholas Moore, Rangers Rabble live from Spain is what we all want. If I can make that happen, I will absolutely do it. Uh, my plan is I'm staying in Portugal. I've hired a car for the full week. Um, and I'm going to take a wee trip through to Seville on Monday because I land quite early, go around some bars, um, have some conversations in broken Spanish and see if I can get that set up. Um, although we're hearing loads of rumours and I don't want to talk about them because I don't know how true or, or how false they are. I mean, you've had the mayor coming out saying he can't wait for everybody to come. It's going to be great for the city. So I don't want to um, mention any rumours at all. Um, but if wait, I can get something wait until set we hear up, something official for Rangers. Exactly, exactly. If I can get <laughs> something set up, believe me, I will. Believe me, I will. Unless anybody fancies giving me a ticket, in which case, then um, maybe there won't be something set up. But however, we shall see. Elaine, new third kit released today. What do you think? Yes. Uh, <laughs> just, that was easy. To be, to, be, to be honest, I thought it was a wee bit lazy. Um, I, I thought it was a wee bit lazy. Oh, where's he gone? He doesn't like that. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I, yesterday we were all, you know, the, the wee clip, uh, or the wee bit that they showed, um, you're back. Um, yes. Uh, to, yeah, to be honest, you know, it looks fine. To me, it looks more of a training top. I've not seen it in the shop. A couple of people who have been to the shop said actually it looks really smart in person. Um, I... I just think the the kind of excitement from yesterday, we were all thinking, oh, here we go. And when we saw it, I was a wee bit underwhelmed. And I, I thought I thought I'd be rushing out and buying it, and I haven't, which is probably where I'm at with it. Um, but I, I'm also, I'm so glad that we're playing in blue next week. Yes, I think that's yes. confirmed. I, yeah. Because I had the fear of the purple kit, or I thought, I wonder if they're rushing this through so that we're playing in that next week. And you know how well we're doing first you know new kits and um <laughs> you know i'm i'm so glad we're playing all in blue next week as it should be and um, i'll stick with my blue next week everybody knows that blue and black clash you know yeah. um brian as a man who owns probably just about every rangers top there is to own and you're modeling mm -hmm. an orange top for us tonight um yeah. where does this new one rate for you have you seen it in person yet no not yet i've ordered it so i'll wait oh, for it to come in. of course i have yeah so I'll wait for it to come in, but as Alan will agree with me, I don't think it's going to even touch the, the one I'm currently wearing. Um, this one's easily our best, well, well, it's not, yeah, all orange one it is, but the the, navy, the 94 navy and orange one's the best one. Um, That's what I hoped the, it would be like. Yeah. We well, were teaser yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The patterns were all heading towards that yeah. one, but. Unfortunately, no. But I, I always say to people, wait till you see it in person because a picture doesn't do it justice. There's times I've looked at a shirt and thought, that's absolutely awful. I've got my hands on it and I've thought, oh, it's absolutely beautiful. So I'll wait till I see it in person before passing judgment. Well, Darren Stewart saying, look, it's an orange Rangers top. What's not to like? Um, <laughs> Alan, could they have done more with it for you? Um, that's the impression I'm getting. I, I like it. I, I wish that it was like the, the 94 away top because that is my all-time favourite top. I, I love that combination, that shady blue um, with, with orange. Um, 
So I was kind of, I was the same as Elena. When I saw the graphic last night, I was like, oh my God, yeah. I, nearly, I nearly never slept thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so when the top came out this morning, my initial thought was, oh, that's really disappointing. Um, but I had a look at the, the pictures up close um, and I, I, I like it. I think it's going to be a really smart top. Um, I wish, I'm just looking at it just now, maybe could have made the, the badges and the sponsors the same shade of blue as well, but I don't know if that would have been too much. But One um, thing I have liked about it, there's no, there's no stars on the modelling fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the That's stars the one have, thing I like about it. The, the stars have been relocated. I think the stars have got a place on yeah. Rangers jerseys, um, but I, yes. don't think it's above, I don't think it's above the badge anymore. Yeah. Um, Next season, Alan, should we have five stars or two stars? What's a good question? Could be three. Don't jinx Could be three stars. Listen, I've had a question from Ian Hamilton and he's and he's um, done a super chat, so I will bring it up. I mean, you don't have to answer it. It's been aimed at you. Um, wow. Can you ask Elaine about the sad debacle at the Scottish Writers? Is it Scottish Writers? Yeah. Something Football Writers. Oh, yeah. So. Awards. This is obviously in connection with obviously Ellie Barber coming out, and I haven't heard yeah. anything that supposedly went on. I haven't heard the the um, stuff the guys might have come out with. Um, so, but your opinion on it? Yeah, so I have, uh, I I have heard one or two of the things that were apparently said. Uh, I won't repeat it, but um, I I thought she was actually really brave in coming out and saying something, um, because it's not. It's not the it's not the easiest kind of place for and I know she is uh, a woman who's fairly high up, but um coming out and saying something like that, you're almost making a rod for your own back and you know the comments you're gonna get, you know the comments you're inviting. Um I thought that if she was uncomfortable, uh, obviously none of us actually have heard the whole thing, but um there's a fair few people that have come out and said there were quite a few things that were unacceptable. Um we all like a laugh, we all like a bit of humour. Um, if it crosses a line and if it's at the point where it's making someone feel really uncomfortable, then it shouldn't be it shouldn't be just classed as humour, it shouldn't be tolerated. Um and certainly if she's there, it's a professional do as well. Um so yeah, it's a professional do. If you're making someone feel uncomfortable to the point where she's walking out, I think that's a real shame. Um and I think that there's some brilliant cause I, I tweeted about it and there's some brilliant female voices in football. I don't think that any of them should be there just as a female voice. I'm not mm-hmm. not into that at all. Um, but the, the ones that I used were Ailey Barber, Emma Dodge, Shelley Kerr. Um, you know, there, there are some brilliant female voices. Um, and within. yourself, Elaine. You're part of the media as well. Something like that. There are there are some brilliant male voices as well. There are some. Thank you very sides, much. There are some of both sides that I think are useless too. No idea. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> But um, what I don't think we need is for any sort of hostile environment and anything yeah. that puts people off wanting to get involved because it should be about you know everyone being able to give their opinion. So um, it's one of the you know it's one of these things. I'm glad she brought it up. Um, I'm sure that there will be people who think she was maybe being a wee bit sensitive, but it, it, you know I, I think that if she was offended and if she's if there's been stuff that's been inappropriate, then good for her for for airing yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I've got absolutely no clue what was said uh, at all. But you know, it's you, you, you need to move on, Faye, on that old 
nonsense and move with the times. Um, Stuart Johnson, time to put the kids to bed. Great pod, I'll catch up in the chat. Thank you very much, Stuart, um, for your super chat. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Um, Keith Jackson sang. Are we hearing this? Is this something that we're hearing? No, surely not. Surely not. not Keith Jackson. He's in with the brickwork. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I would laugh if he got sacked. Um, but no, I've not heard anything like that. Alan, we're playing tomorrow. <laughs> so we are. <laughs> um, I think it's obviously just slipped everybody's mind. Um, I actually thought on Sunday there was quite a good crowd, considering because let's face it, I've not got a pot to piss in now. I'm skint, right? Um, Seville has killed me. Um, so it was a fairly decent crowd. I'm expecting the same tomorrow at a nighttime game. I'm expecting a decent crowd. But what type of team are we expecting? I would expect another heavily changed team. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect to see um, a, 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 your standard first eleven that you would expect. Um, but yeah, I, I think everybody's in the same boat just now. Um, we're all uh, um, scraping the pennies together, but it's. it's absolutely going to be worth it and it just it's you know it's a, it's a testament to the Rangers support we came out in our numbers on Sunday we'll come out in our numbers tomorrow night um, those that are lucky enough to have tickets for Tynecastle will go in their numbers and those that don't have tickets um, will hopefully be watching the Rangers rabble um, yes. <laughs> no, but those that don't have tickets will no doubt be filling their, their pubs and the supporters clubs um, because it's going to be the start of a great week for us and you know tomorrow night is going to be part of that as well you know it's it's just an incredible time, and you, people are making massive commitments mm-hmm. um, to support the club at the minute, and everybody wants to be part of it. You know, I, I don't want to miss a beat. I, I don't want to miss a beat, and we're going to go, we're going to go tomorrow night. We're going to turn up on on Sunday. Um, I've not got a ticket. I think I'm going to my friend's house, but he doesn't know that yet. So, uh, <laughs> Kenny, if you're watching, Kenny, if you're watching, get the man cave open. Um, so. Um, and you know, and it's all going to be part of the experience because they're the people I'm going away with next week, and we just we don't want to miss a single minute of it. So um, it's just uh, it's, I know that wasn't your question, but I just I have no so idea where you're going with this. I don't know where you're, <laughs> where you're going. I know that wasn't your question, but this I'm just so, 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 about. <laughs> so excited by the, the the week, the ten days that lie ahead for us. Um, and yeah, that starts tomorrow night with Ross County. See, I knew I'd bring it back eventually. There you go. There you go. Um, can I just quickly get? people in the comments to very, very quickly, because I know we're over the hour. Um, but hey, it's a celebration. Number one, if you're going to Seville, tell me how you're getting there. Um, should Alan, uh, Brian, sorry, euthanise his cat. Um, <laughs> and also, if you, it was a wee joke there, Elaine. Um, don't be so sensitive. Um, <laughs> that's me, that's me getting sacked now. So, what was the questions? What was the questions? How are you getting to Seville, right? And if you've got a ticket for the final, how much did it cost you? Um, there you go. Because big, sh- all right, Elaine. Um, big shug. My ticket for Seville cost fifteen hundred quid. The missus is fuming. Um, I don't have that, and if I did have that, and I bought a ticket for that, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have a missus now. Um, which is, I, I got I got offered one last last night. Um through a website and it was £1,500 and I had the same thought, if I take this, she will go absolutely ballistic and she's been so understanding, you know, she she knows that she knows that uh, going to Seville's going to leave me a little bit skint, shall we say, 
Um, but it's so understanding and so supportive, and I thought I'm not going to push my luck any further. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a yeah. little bit worried, actually, Alan, to meet you in Seville because I'm with the missus <laughs> this time, and I know what you like. So it's fine. I've met her before. It's fine. Yeah, I know you've met her before, but she's never met you when you've been on the baby. So <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's cool. Anyway, should we get back to Ross County, Aline? Please, if we, if we could. If no, we could. I, I take it that's no. what we're playing tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's what we're playing tomorrow night. Ross County home. Final home game uh, of the yeah. season. So, obviously, the players will want to put on a bit of a show for the fans. Um, but uh, expect... Look, um, Calvin Bassey was rested at the weekend. Tavernier was rested yeah. at the weekend. Um, do we expect to see people like Goldson playing or to see, will he get a rest? Because I know how much he hates not playing. Yeah, I, I, think there's, I think there's certain players that you just keep ticking over. Um, I don't think he'll rest Goldson. I think he'll probably start Tav. Um, but to be honest, I, yeah, I know it's the last home game of the season, but see every 50-50, even on Sunday, I'm going, oh no, just don't, <laughs> don't you, don't you overcommit yourself and yeah. Let them know, through I, and go, just let them through. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, so I, I think there's certain players that will, that will play. I wouldn't be surprised if McGregor plays one of the games, because yeah, realistically McGregor's, yeah, McGregor's going to be in goal next week. Uh, I don't think he'll give him three games off in the trot because that seems a bit daft. Um, so what do you do then, Elaine? We'll... What do you do? Do you play him tomorrow or do you play him Saturday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow and John McLaughlin Saturday. Um, I, I think he'll stick with Golden Tav. Um, but do you know, I am. Um, I'm, I'm all for rotating it loads. You know, but by all means, even bring some of them on. Um, I, I would. Um, Who would you one hundred percent not start tomorrow, Ellie? Kent. Kent. Uh, Kent. Kent. Kent Aribo, um probably Bassey as well. Uh, yeah, do you know? Uh, yeah. The whole team. So, <laughs> the whole team. I know. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk Kent. The, the people who are potential game changers for us, Ryan Jack. Um, I don't even know if he would start because obviously, um. Kind of if he had a wee knock or whatever, but any mm. anyone that's at even slight risk, don't don't do it. Yeah, what do we do with this man, Brian? Because he's playing so well and consistency's everything in football. Does he get the next two games off, or does he play one of them? Does he play tomorrow? I'd prefer to play tomorrow than Tyne Castle. Um, I think McGregor. McGregor will play. Tomorrow and McLaughlin will play against Hearts. That's what I think in goals. Because um, clearly McGregor's going to be in goals for the Europa League final and then McLaughlin will come back in for the Scottish Cup final. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I must I must admit, I do I do fear at this stage of the season when you've got the two cup finals on the horizon, there's two league games left. You're you're almost wanting to wrap everybody in cotton wool. But that's that's not how we've went about things. We've always been, you know. Play play games, just let them come as they you know let them come as they come, and we we seem to get through them okay. But the gravity and the size of the games that are coming up, it's it is a slight worry with the games coming up that somebody will pick up an injury. But Elaine's actually Elaine's nervous while you're talking about that. I can see it in her face. She's terrified. Look, <laughs> do you know what well, I was? I was just thinking there about Goldson, thinking how many games does he play? He's never injured. Well, Rebo's got Rebo's played sixty-four this season. Mm-hmm. Including African that's, that's nations. That's an insane, an insane amount. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I just don't want to tempt fate now because 
um, next week is so huge. Do you know what? If, if ever there was, there was a, a silver lining at not one in the league, um, think back to th- 2008, we never had this luxury of being able to rest no. players on the build-up to the, the UEFA Cup final. We had to go full throttle because we were challenging for the league. We were still yeah. having, we were still in the middle of our Scottish Cup run. We'd already won the League Cup. Um, but we never had this luxury at all. This is, this is different this time. We can afford to give um, people like Kent tonight off tomorrow night and yeah. wrap them in cotton wool, as Elaine said. Um, Here's a question big, for big you, difference. Alan. Here's a question for you, Alan. Now, we all know about Rangers. We don't like to lose. We don't like to draw. All we like to do is win. Tomorrow, does it matter? I think in the grand scheme of things, no, it doesn't. But like you said, we're, we're Rangers. We don't, um, you know, coming in second best isn't really good enough. It's never been good enough. And I think if if you're at Rangers and you're willing to start accepting second best, then pack your bags and, and you know, we'll show you the door just now. Cause that's, that's Does it matter? Us. Yes or no? Does it matter? Yes or no? <laughs> yes, it always matters. When Rangers <laughs> there you go. So we need to play matters. the strongest team possible. There you go. We need, we need to play a team capable of winning the game. <laughs> Uh, yes, we do. Um, very quickly, Darren Stewart, Newcastle to Seville via Heathrow and Madrid on Tuesday. Seville to Newcastle via Munich and Frankfurt on Thursday. You probably see He's me going on the front page. He's going through Frankfurt. He's going through Frankfurt. It's either going to be absolutely brilliant or terrible. If, if we win, Darren, you have to wear a Rangers top going through Frankfurt Airport. Via Munich and Frankfurt? Yes. <laughs> He, you have to wear a Rangers top going through both Munich and Frankfurt airports if we win. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, absolutely. That's um, I, I, I think I'd be staying well clear of Germany. And, and I mean, Seville Airport, Seville Airport on Thursday after the game, oh. we are the, the place will be bouncing with Rangers fans. We've just won the Europa League, the place will be. Bouncing with Frankfurt fans who are gutted they've been lost, and you're going to get on the flight with the Frankfurt fans. <laughs> Best of luck. You know, oh, child emergency! Child emergency! My apologies. Good luck with that, Darren. To, but it wouldn't be me. Just to update you, Martin, on that comment from Darren, um, I've laid down the challenge that if we win on Thursday, he has to wear a Rangers top to go through Munich and Frankfurt airports. Oh, I wore a Rangers top in Bremen, and you like to see the looks I got. I wouldn't even. I know. No, no, he's, accepted, he's accepted the challenge. Oh, he's a brave, brave man. Um, should we do predictions? Does it matter? Will we do predictions? For tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, for tomorrow. Will we do it? 4 now, Rangers. There we go. Alan, Alan, Alan. But where's the first goal scorer? Uh, we don't know who's going to be playing. <laughs> that makes it even better. Yeah. Um, 4 now, Rangers. And first goal scorer will be... Uh, the wee man that sells the programmes outside the Copland. <laughs> oh, here by the way, I brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I'm taking that. Chief. I wonder. I wonder what the odds are on that, Brian. Three 0 and Broxy Bear to score first. No, there we go. Even better, <laughs> Elaine. Three uh, one, and the SLO has got to do something this week. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're asking for a bit there. <laughs> DB DB is going free now. <laughs> oh, see, that, see that ticket you had for the final lane? That's yeah, that's gone. well gone. Yeah, <laughs> poor Greg. <laughs> poor Greg. Poor Greg. Five uh, Sakala. Um, Manchester four one Lowry. CGM's five 0 Diallo. Nicholas Mills two 0 Arfield. 
three nil day, I will hat trick. That would be great. I would get him into the Europa League team. Um, is there anything I've is there anything I've missed from the agenda? Because I can't even remember anymore. Did, did we talk about Seville enough? I don't think so. I'll probably get in trouble for that. So just just out of interest, because uh, obviously you were asking people how they're getting there. Are there any mental shouts? Because I know that my my uncle is flying to Rus, which is pretty much in France. Uh, and hiring a camper van to drive 600 miles to Seville, which That's wouldn't, wouldn't be me. Um, but yeah, because I've seen there's quite a few people going through Morocco as well. I've seen that, um, I've seen that. Yeah. No, I know what, no what, one, of, one, of our guys, one of our guys is going to Marseille. Yep. There, there are um, people staying in, there's people staying in Portugal and Spain until the Saturday and missing the Scottish Cup final for it. Yes, mm-hmm. there is. Mm-hmm. I've heard. So, I've heard somebody's flying into Cyprus and then going to Spain. There's That's... buses leaving for Glasgow. Thirty-two hour bus trip. What no, if it no alcohol. Have a toilet? No right. alcohol. <laughs> Anyways, we are going to have to wrap this up now because my phone has rang twice and it is the better half, and something's Uh-oh. happened, and she's Uh-oh. not happy. She's not happy because um, I am fifteen minutes late. I promised her I would only be an hour, but like I say. When you get chatting, you get chatting. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Um, please do like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Give us a wee retweet on Twitter, a like and a comment on there as well. Um, I believe we're going to be doing some giveaways within the next um, Academy review. I think we've got some signed stuff I, from Tony Weston and Leon King. I heard, I heard you had a ticket for Seville. To give away. I am. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't even lie about that. <laughs> <It's, it's, laughs> <it's, it's, laughs> yeah, we, we, we absolutely, we absolutely have. We've got a ticket for some. I mean, it's their next league game, but we've got one. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been promised a ticket, but I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Anyways, thank you everybody for tuning in. Elaine, Brian, um, Alan, who looks as if he's in like some kind of nineteen fifties horror I'm, film. I'm actually questioning why I never turned the light on when we started. Yeah, there we yeah. Are. <laughs> ah, well, he's, in the, the he's in the shining. That was that song came into my head there. Um, so listen, yeah, thank you everybody for watching. We'll be back tomorrow with the preview, the, the, the preview show, um, and uh, 45 minutes before kickoff now, and then we'll be back, of course, for a uh, live match reaction. So thank you everybody for watching, and we'll speak to you, well, tomorrow night. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.